Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for another episode of Matt Manley's Ice Cream Social Preaching Fun. Sitting across from me, Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. And on the knobs and dials is Jacob, the audio guy. Ooh, he's so sexy. Ooh. Well, are, are you suddenly Brett Michaels? What the fuck? Don't worry oh. about it. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> That's Brett Michaels' theme song almost. It's sexy oh. boy stuff. Oh. Oh, yeah. They think I'm cute. They know I'm sexy. Cute. I got the moves that drive all the girls wild. They see me walk. They hear me talk. <laughs> I uh, just a sexy boy, sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy, boy toy. How long is this gonna go? Long as I can make it. <laughs> just wondering if I have time to go to the bathroom. Yep, you do. <laughs> so do our listeners. Uh, <laughs> So, where are you allowed to fart, Paul? What do you mean? So, the At other home? day, I was in the bathroom mm-hmm. at the Rio, and I really had to fart bad. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I farted, and it was a, it was a gross-sounding fart. It was a... It was a, yeah, a wet, yeah. But you wet were sound? in the bathroom at the Rio. Right. And I heard a... Were you in a stall? No, it's the urinal. Okay. Yeah. And I heard a... Oh. <laughs> well, that is a prudish bitch. I was like, it was actually just Penn. You can fart in the bathroom. Penn was in the bathroom. You fart in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if not here, where? Man, I haven't been feeling very well the last couple of days. <laughs> oh. I've just, I've got a cold. This won't stop. <coughs> He's got a go. cough. Yeah, we. Get... It's been a, it's been a real treat these last couple of days. Uh-huh. But I was sitting on the couch uh, yesterday, and uh, with Anne. And I just went, Brah, just let it go. And she was like, God damn it. I would say like, I, we never get to sit on the couch together and you just fart. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, you love it. And she's like, no, my no I know. get out of here. I do not. She's I like, do not. No, I yeah. And so, yeah. So that's a place where you can't do it. But a bathroom is totally legit. Yeah, you catch flack in a bathroom. People, yeah. people are fronting. When I'm at work at the at the show, I usually go over to one of the people that are either at the lighting board or the soundboard and just fart by them because they can't get up and move. Do a duster. Yeah, that's the thing is that I've never been like a uh, playful. Uh, that right. feels like frat boy to me to like yeah, go fart bit. on someone or do that on purpose. Or I've never been a confident farter either. I farted in a crowded room. People wonder who farted. I'm not. I don't confess unless I'm, I'm totally cornered into confessing. Oh, yeah. I'm not one to be like, ha, 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 that was me, guys. Oh, boy. I won't do it in public, but in private, look out. I, yeah. mean, and, I mean, I farted on the ugly couch the other night. Yeah. We were recording Geek Shock, and I laughed so hard I farted. Ah. And I just declared it. I was like, I just fart laughed. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, that's, that's a high compliment. It was, like, it was fun. We recorded a thing uh, uh, for... For it was actually just a going away video for for one of the oh, for Dan. cast members of Dead of Jersey Boys. While right. we were recording, we made the guy who was shooting laugh fart. Yep, Chris Chris laugh farted. He nice, did. and that's like that's the, that's the highest compliment the, we could get. It's like in in uh, the Chinese, if you burp after the meal, that's everybody's like, oh, they they really liked it. 
Yeah. If you fart after the meal, it's like you didn't like it. No, <laughs> no, no, no. But if you burp, they're like, oh, okay, you liked what I gave you. Um, I was uh, wa- <laughs> oh. I'm glad you enjoyed that story. Mm. I don't Delicious watch a lot of tale. baseball. Yeah? Good. Uh, I'm I'm about to for the next <laughs> oh, few months. Bleh. Yeah, because it's it's the only sport left. What's the NBA finals over? You have to I have to pretend like baseball for like three months. No, we got two more. Uh, we got two more NBA finals games. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then the rest of the hockey season. You do you you put money on the Cavs? No. Oh, okay. You said Cavs in seven or six. I said them in six. Cavs in six. Yeah. And I was like, you're crazy. No, I, I did not put money on them. Okay. I, I was not that confident. They're losing their butt. <laughs> Golden well, State Warriors. Are they're down two zero. Because the Warriors won by, I think, 18 the first game. I think it was 15. 15. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. And I said, uh, I texted Jacob, you still feeling good about those Warriors? Uh, about the Cavs, rather? And he goes, ah, the Cavs were a little stiff. They'll come back next time. And I go, yeah, yeah. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson will be off definitely for at least four more games. Yeah. Because <laughs> Steph Curry and Klay Thompson didn't do well at all. No, they, they did not. won by 18. Although, I've, I'm right and I'm wrong. Because in game two, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson didn't necessarily do a ton of damage. They didn't damage. go crazy. And they won. The, and the Cavs are the, the Cavs are doing a pretty good job of containing those two. <laughs> that is that is the that is the two jobs they are doing. That's, that's the only that's, that's the old, <laughs> only silver lining so far in these finals for the Cavs. By the time this airs, game three is over. So let's just assume the Warriors yeah. win there. No, uh, I, I think the Cavs, the Cavs will win Cavs game will win three. That. Yeah, I think the Cavs they're going home. This will be the first game back in Cleveland. NBA is not going to let it go three games none. Four games to none. <laughs> what? It's already three games to none. No, no but it's I'm two saying, now. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but. It's I not going to happen. If if they lose game the three, fixes, then it's the, the, fixes the brooms, get, the brooms shit, come man. out. Fixes in with that shit. Each one of what, those games makes them so much fucking money. What adjustments can the Cavs make? I mean, they have to play better. <laughs> That's, That's I mean, it. Like, oh, boy. I don't think, you know, like, well, Jacob I mean, it, just became every sports commentator ever. Well, at this, like, well, at this point, that, what, all it, that's all it if you, all if you really hear. want, If you really want the real answer, uh, Kyrie and... And assuming Kevin Love plays, yeah, uh, the two of them have to they they have to pick up slack. Yeah, they have to because they're 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 just well. I mean, they're they're not playing well. No. I mean, Kevin Love might be out with a concussion, which I, they, they, they say he's going to play. It, okay, good. Um, what happened? How did he get a concussion? In got basketball? a fucking nasty. He, elbow he got elbowed in the head. back of the head. Bad. It was nasty. He tried to come back on them. It's like nope. Yeah, it was bad. But the I've seen it a couple times now. The first angle Flagrant I saw. Foul? The the first angle I, that I saw it from, I thought it was on purpose. I thought it was uh, dirty the first time I saw it. Now I'm I'm backing off of that a little by, bit. By the NBA Finals, it's so fucking crazy and physical, yeah. and you're so paranoid about it. It's it's not it's hard to call. I mean, yeah, yeah. Th- these guys are 100 games nine months in. Yeah, it's just brutal. They're just fucking brutal to each other. I mean, the amount of just uncalled fouls of like in the uh, OKC uh, Golden State game, we just watch people blatantly get like punched in the stomach and chest yeah. and shoulder. It's just bad. I mean, the guy was sport. standing out of bounds, throwing a throwing a pass in it, just yeah. hit the guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, when when like people getting hit in the balls, it has to be like trending oh, yeah. on Twitter. There's just no like, there's no ifs ands or buts about it. That was people just going for the nuts. Yeah, it's 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 a nasty, nasty game. Um, I just laugh because you know the 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 Warriors. All the debate on public radio is, is all people who are smart and people who are dumbasses. Don't know how to type with the finals because there's nothing the Cavs can do to adjust to the Warriors, like basically to, like, to adjust and and make people confident in the Cavs. Yeah, yeah. Like in other words, like there's not a lineup adjustment. Right. There's not a, a, a thing to exploit. Like what everything that Oklahoma City did to put the Warriors on the brink 
just everyone just looked over at the staff. Right. <laughs> everyone looked at the players in the Cavs and went, nah, nope. Right. They're not there. And uh, well, I mean, the main thing that the that the Thunder did to to put the to put the Warriors on the you know three to, three to one was uh, have Westbrook and Durant. Right. No. No. And also they had uh, you know guys who were all six ten athletic who could switch on every pick and roll. Right. right. And so uh, basically anyone that J.R. Smith or Kyrie Irving picks up on the roll is the one who has the green light to shoot. Yeah. So they're not going to. You're just not going to. You just got to figure that out. And then also uh, on all the pick and rolls, people just drop on LeBron. So no one right. fights no one fights over the top on pick and rolls which open up lanes uh because he's not a three-point threat. Right. And so people are just daring him to shoot and he does and he misses. Yeah. So just, I just don't see how they I don't see I don't see it would take a miraculous herculean effort well, for the Cavs to win a game. On Monday I think the PTI guys nailed it, which was if the Cavs get swept, if yeah. they if they lose in 4 then Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love are probably going away, getting out of Cleveland. That's like absolutely true. They're, they're probably getting traded because is... LeBron is going to look around and say, "I can't win with you two. Right? You two, you two lost the finals because LeBron's playing. He's playing well. Yeah. And uh, but I mean, if if Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love, if the number two and three guys on the team aren't a threat, then it's time to get the fuck out. So who's he going to bring in? Well, let's think. We had to get bringing them ringers. Well, so he, like well, Larry could, Bird. Larry Bird's come in. Uh, Time Machine Larry Bird. Maybe. Time Machine Larry Bird. Oh, man. If there was a guy named Time Machine Larry Bird. <laughs> would you, you not If there's a guy who just looks like Larry Bird, but he is and young, just, and he called himself Time Machine Larry Bird. Time Machine Larry Bird. Hey, guys. Me, Time Machine Larry Bird here. Oh, my God. That would be that'd fucking be great. Just coming up with a fucking fish fillet sandwich yeah. on the Budweiser. Oh, he's Time Machine Larry Bird. And uh, who? Fish fillet who? No, because uh, Larry Bird was famous for like back then. There was not the training that there is now. You right, know? he was always so Larry plays. Bird would stay after practice like for three hours and shoot, right, uh-huh. and do drills after practice was over and and run around the entire stadium. You know, they run around the gym. Yeah, and people would be like, "Fuck this guy!" But then he'd finish and go to like McDonald's and go home, get a fillet of fish, you get a fillet of fish, and then pick up a fucking thing of Budweiser, six yeah. pack, and go home and eat a fillet of fish sandwich and yeah. drink Budweiser and go to bed. And that was his his regimen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's as lots you, of actually stories. As of, you do, there's He's lots of Indiana stories boy. of a lot of guys, uh, especially young guys, eating all kinds of crap food on the road. Not because they're just bad, but because they try to keep their weight up. They start the, they oh, start yeah. off the year at 185, and they just play such crazy, uh, so much crazy basketball and mm-hmm. so much training that they they just can't keep weight on. So they start yeah. ingesting a shitload of calories just to keep their weight up. Then they get past 30 and they keep that eating regimen and you see what happens to their body. Yeah. <laughs> see Charles Barkley. See, see Tubby Charles. See yep. Paul Mattingly. Uh, was in his 20s, a prime, prime basketball player. Prime. Mm-hmm. This is how I know the Warriors, <laughs> this is how I know the Warriors might be the greatest team of all time. Okay. Because all people keep doing is talking about how other teams from other eras would kick their ass. Yeah. And I was like, when you have no... Uh, nothing else to nothing say. Nothing else to say, but the but, 80s, but a time, time machine travel argument. Larry Bird. Yeah. Time right. machine Larry Bird. <laughs> when all you have ass, is yeah. time travel to take something away from this team. And, you know, uh, yes, they almost lost to Oklahoma City and should have. You could easily argue. Yeah. Uh, no team is out without weakness. So it is definitely easy to argue that the Warriors are not perfect. Oh, you no, know, they're not. They do have the greatest record of all time. And they are very likely going to sweep the finals. Right. And this is the, this is the best record ever? Ever. Because regular season. Uh, regular season ever. They because won 73 games. Over from the last season, how they've gone no. through? No, no, no. Oh, just this regular so season? No, this regular season, they won 73 games. Wow. And no one else has. Which wow. the, the 90s Bulls won 72. So they're up. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they'll have the greatest record of all time. They have it. They it's have done. So this, it's done. So this is playoffs the greatest, playoffs don't the greatest count. basketball the thing is that team there was. If they're if they had not won the finals, which they easily could have not have won Oklahoma City, it would have been that kicking the balls for the yeah. rest of their lives, you know. And they would have been seventy two. They would have tied. They, no, no, no. They would have been seventy three nine in the regular season, but lost. They didn't win the championship. Oh man, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and you would have had that fucking argument. Boom. And the thing about that is that we really championships carry so probably too much weight because mm. yeah. the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots, the eighteen one Patriots, were probably the greatest team of all time. They were. They were great. Yeah, like that. That team was just fantastic. But if it weren't for the New York Giants, the New York Football Giants, if it weren't for Big Blue, seven uncalled holding penalties and a helmet catch, <laughs> Big Blue, Big Blue, ruined them for all time. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I know we have a lot of Patriot fan listeners, and I'm really sorry for bringing it up. But sorry I'm, for rubbing salt in that wound. But I, as a Giants fan, I do not care. <laughs> uh, if it makes you feel any better, David Tyree's a douchebag in real life. Yeah. He's a gay hating Bible thumper. Uh, uh, did you see, uh, speaking of, uh, of Giants receivers, mm-hmm. did you see that there's, there's a possibility that we have another uh, NFL player that just shot himself in the leg? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. What? We don't okay. know if he shot himself in the leg or not. We know he, he got shot in know. the leg. He doesn't know if he shot himself right. in the leg. Yes. Like I, I bet he does. I bet I bet he does. <laughs> he, knows. He, he knows. He better not have done it in New York. He's just, as no, long as he, he didn't do it in New York, he should be okay. No, he did it in Texas. And so he's fine. Well, there are at least three laws that he that he broke in Texas. Okay. One is one is a, a like a class C felony, and then I think there are two class A misdemeanors. This is the thing. It's about the open carry laws and everything else. Is that like this guy got drunk and shot his own leg? Right. Well, he because he wasn't he wasn't open carrying. He, right. was, he was he was concealed carrying and without a without a permit. Concealed carry without a permit. So that, that, that was is, what, that's terrible. So that's one of the crimes. Uh, another one is you are not allowed you you are not legally allowed to carry a gun in Texas while intoxicated. Right. And I forget what the that's other one was. That's a fine law, by the way. Yeah, that's a I'm, perfectly I'm, fine law. I'm, I, I get more on board with that. I get, more, li- with that I get more libertarian every day. But, the, <laughs> but dr- drunk and carry, I think I'm, I think I'm all for that being a, a, a use of force. Yeah, there. I'm all for the use of force. Yeah, yeah. Feel free to not carry guns when you're drunk. Uh, that's actually a, that's actually a reason. Uh, there are a lot of reasons that yeah. I don't carry a gun. But that is that is legitimately a reason that I have not gone out and gotten my concealed carry permit. Yeah, is because the I amount you drink. Yeah, I go to too many you have bars. A problem. I go to too many bars. Yeah, and I'm like, if I'm carrying a gun, I don't. I mean, a, I'm not going to carry it into the bar. B, I can't. I, I can't be intoxicated with it. Right. And I don't want to have a gun in my car while I'm in a while I'm in a bar. Paul, any desire to own a firearm? Hell to the no. Yeah. Hell to the no, to the no, no, no. I just no guns. Eh, I don't like them. Maybe I would just if like we, to add it to Paul's like grumble list of like, oh, I, the fuck it. I'm trying to wash my gun and the dogs. Yeah. No, they just they scare me. I'm too I'm too scared. I am also too scared to have a firearm. Oh yeah. I I, I huh. respect them. I've used them, and I just they they frighten the shit out of me. Like I always said, in suburban New Jersey, growing up, the only people that had guns were gangs and cops. Right. No one else had, any had guns. Mm. Rural Louisiana, not different, the case. Different story. Different yeah. story. And again, yeah, I'm like, all rural for, Kentucky, even. And I'm all, oh yes, yeah. absolutely. And I definitely. That's why I don't like I, any. I've never been a hunter, but I but I love going out and target shooting. But you've been a lover. I've I've been a lover. I got to uh, family friend owned a 45 Magnum. Yeah, like the straight up Dirty Harry. Yeah, right, right. We were out on his farm, mm-hmm. and I was 11. I that's, got to fire. That's too much gun for an 11-year-old. Dude, it's too much gun for any human being. Yeah. That's a lot of gun. Uh, it's incredible. Yeah. But if that if that experience doesn't teach you absolute respect, yeah. I mean, you can't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like. 
Yeah, 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 the recoil and oh everything. Yeah, 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 God. Yeah. Oh, one of, one of the guns that I have, it's an M14 assault rifle. It's the, the predecessor to the M16. Mm-hmm. And it was it's military issue. It was, it was issued during uh, Korea and Vietnam, first part of Vietnam, before the M16 took over. No helicopters. No helicopters at all, period. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the bullets that this thing fires, though, for people who, who know guns, it's a, a 308 bullet. And I mean... I'm I'm holding up my fingers. I have my my forefinger and thumb spread about as wide as apart as they go, and it's that's like, how big the bullet it's is. It's like Paul and I's dick. Correct, and just probably, as fast, probably head a to little sack. bit bigger. Head yeah, to sack. But I mean, you go out in the desert and, and shoot head that to sack thing. And stacked. Yeah, you go out into the desert and shoot that thing. I mean, it's it's terrifying. Yeah, well, I mean, you just holding up your fingers was terrifying. Yeah. Ha! No. Nah! <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I did hear there was, it was everything. I think, did you see the clip of Obama responding to the, to which one? So there's a the there's guy a, at the town hall. Yeah. Mm. Oh no, I missed that. Fucking Obama's just a really good speaker. Like I've, yeah, I've yes. really just like not given it, like really just not want to weigh in on any gun law stuff at all. You Whatever know? you think of that man's politics, <sighs> he can talk. Eloquent. Unbelievable. Yes. He made a case and I was like, yeah. And then as soon as I watched it, I was like, wait. You know? <laughs> I but, don't agree with that. No. The guy was really went for the throat. The guy was respectful, but really went was the kind of thing you'd want to see at a town hall. The guy okay. was like, Oh, listen, Obama, you're gun control, like, you know, advocate. You know, look at look at look w- w- how much would it affect people in Chicago where right. illegal guns are rampant and the homicide rate there is one of those things responsible for all the gun violence. It was really took him to town mm-hmm. for what's happened in Chicago and the efforts they've been putting in for handguns and how useless it's been. Right. And Obama's response was just like really well done, like eloquent. And like it, it, he like took a moment and then he went on and on about how, you know, seatbelts save lives. We're not trying to take away guns. We're just trying to increase safety. And he's like, I got people who are known terrorists. I can put them on a no-fly list, but I can't stop them from buying a gun right now. I know who they are, and I can watch them walk into a Walmart and buy a gun. Right. And, like, it was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, and I, I just was like, fuck, this guy is such a fucking charismatic motherfucker. Yeah. Because I was like, maybe we should have gun laws that just... And I was like, well, no, it's all impractical. <laughs> I do think we should be able to take suspected terrorists and stop them from... It seems, yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really fine with that. But I don't. I, it doesn't matter. Now, how do we know they're terrorists? Then it becomes even trickier, right? Exactly. It's from all the shit in the Patriot Act, that maybe I don't. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. I like guns. Yeah, uh, I like. I would say I would bet. I would bet everyone would get even money on uh, on ICS gun ownership. Oh yeah, I think everybody would have it easily pegged that you would be the only one of us that would be a, a gun yeah. owner. Um, and I and I own like all the people that talk about uh, assault rifles and everything. I own guns that I don't feel like it should be legal for people to own. Okay, things like that M14. Yeah, I'm like yeah, nobody yeah. needs this. Nobody needs an M14. But you're also not going to shoot up a school anytime no. soon. No, not this week. Paul, any schools you want to shoot up? School of thought. <laughs> you want to shoot up the school of thought? Mm-hmm. Do not care for it. Um, School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> Fuck that place. Somebody needs to shut that place down. Fuck it. Dude, School of Hard Knocks is a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been tormenting people for a long time. Yeah. Why Why? Why does anybody even go? That's the real thing. It's like, I, you know it's the School of Hard Knocks. Yeah. You don't have to enroll. Yeah. And yet. And tuition is pretty high, too. Uh, it's fucking killer. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce Unless you get yeah. one of those vouchers. <laughs> yeah, I gotta right. get a voucher. Yeah, yeah. School of Hard Knocks. We're looking at it. You gotta get a voucher. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I uh... thanks, Obama. <laughs> 
Oh, that's what I say. I was I was watching baseball. Oh right. And I was like, we went from baseball to guns somehow. I don't care. I don't care. We'll, we'll get back to. Oh yeah, to uh, leave. That's how we got to leave. Yeah, to leave will fucking shoot his own leg. Yeah. Um, so, I baseball players have gotten so mean to anyone who does well. Oh yeah. Like you do not want to hit a game-winning home run <laughs> when they're done. Oh, you're getting pegged the next time was, you. No 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 no. I watched this guy in the Angels. I was in the gym. I watched the guy Angels as a replay. Okay. He, he hit a walk off, uh, walk off single. Okay. Or something like that. Which I know baseball, real true baseball purists hate the abuse of the word walk off. I know. Fucking whatever. He hit the game winning yeah. single and he got to he come He hit around. it and then he walked off. And then he came around and uh, they surrounded him and ripped his shirt off of him. Oh, yeah. I mean, just straight Oh, up you mean the celebrations? Yeah, the mean. celebration. Yes. This man just won a game for you, and they just ring him around and fucking tear his right. clothes off like a like a like a like a bad like a bad bar rape scene or something. Is there just well, there's a, there's an inherent level of sexual frustration in baseball. It has to be, and then it has to be. It's the fact that they've excluded women for so long. Get women in the teams. I don't want a woman in that situation. No, but women, <laughs> but women should. Be allowed to play baseball. I think I'm if there's all for equal rights, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> women should be allowed to play baseball without a doubt. Are women specifically excluded from baseball? I don't think so. Oh, really? Do you know any women playing in no, the major I, league? No, I don't know. I'm saying I don't. Of course, that's the first question, Paul. We don't know. They're that. excluded. Uh, it, they might be. I'm not. They I'm not could saying be. Not. They I don't. Are. I don't know that. I don't know that major league baseball. I'm saying I don't know that major league baseball does, has a rule. Saying uh, no women. I think there is, and I think that there's also a rule uh, in collegiate baseball. They don't let women play. I would say that I bet you're right uh, because of collegiate sports and because collegiate sports have softball. I think that's where you... I know, but I, that's a cheap out. I agree. And also, it seems like if there were a way to... Um, like, I know in the NBA, there is the WNBA, but, the, but it, it actually is that women are not specifically excluded from... Playing basketball, but they're excluded from being in the NBA. Well, it's it's a very tricky maneuver, right? Yeah. So, in other words, no one wants to fuck that up if they're gonna do it. I mean, they just started getting female coaches in there, you know, on the males on the men's side of things. Yeah, and uh, that's I mean, a big deal. It'll change eventually. It will change eventually, but the, the thing is that, like, in other words, to try out. So, if you take your best WNBA player, mm. have him try for an NBA team, mm -hmm. and then they get cut. You know, it's right. just bad all around. It's bad for women, bad for the team. It's just a bad move. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Although the Cavs could probably use one. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I could certainly if if uh, if they got Diana Taurasi or somebody who can shoot some threes <laughs> yeah. can get out there, yeah. uh, they could probably use them. And they'd probably play just as good defense as Kyrie Irving. Uh, yeah. God, it couldn't be worse. So. Um, a small speed bump would oh, be by better the way, than Kyrie Irving. Those two have to get shipped because the Cavs' salary right now is the second highest of all time. Yeah. Not this season. The Cavs, this, the, how much money they're spending, including $82 million for Tristan fucking Thompson. Yes. Uh, who has the same agent as LeBron James. Right. Uh, uh, $82 mil. So uh, th they, 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 they get swept in the finals in those two finals in a row. they got to fucking bring their salary down. I mean, they're, mm. they're paying... Because they're, they're multiple... you got to bring down uh, Kyrie and, and Love, for when sure. When you're multiple year offenders, you pay, you pay, you start to pay more money on your on your cap fund. Yeah. Anyhow, so uh, 
I think if there's a sport where the gender barrier could be broken in the way that's probably the easiest would be baseball. Uh, there was there was a woman who played professionally in the Negro Leagues in the 40s. Okay. And uh, there was a, there's a famous story of a woman striking out Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. Uh, there is not a rule that women cannot play in Major League Baseball. Because I guess there's, on the internet there's a girl who can throw like 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. People looking at her. And uh, uh, like basketball and football, obviously the physicality aspect of it, it just you're inherently at a, at a, you know, at least stereotypically you're at a disadvantage there. Right. Regardless. Well, football. And basketball. Basketball is a very physical sport. Yeah, but I and I know man. because of because of Title IX, uh, women must be allowed to play high school and collegiate football. Yeah, right. Like, I know my high, my high school was a big football high school. Is a big football high school, and uh, I know that there have been a few a few girls on the team there. Good. No, over just, the years. just just average height of gender. You know, it's not a, it's not a matter of of just just the height just the height issue from gender to gender. Sure. It's just men are still taller than women on mm-hmm. average. Um, that's my that's my whole beef with sports anyway, is that it all comes down to your physical characteristics. Even though that's not true, I know it's that's not, your beef with sports. I know it's not true, but a lot of it starts with uh, how tall are you. Uh, it can. Sure, I guess at early ages it can. You have to have skill. You have to have ability. You have to work hard. Yes. Absolutely. I'm not discrediting anyone. Yeah. For being naturally gifted. Drew Brees is my size. Professional athletes are freaks in yep. one yes. way or another. Yes, 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 yes. yes so yes. if they're not just a total physical freak, then they have to be totally psychotic. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you would say that Drew Brees is psychotic. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he's in, he's incredibly narcissistic in that, you know, I, yeah. can, I can do anything way. Yeah. And... Yeah, I mean, he, no. My my brother played professional basketball and didn't make it in the NBA. Right. You know, he played played overseas and he played in you know Division One basketball and everything else. And he was fucking crazy. And he yeah. was the first to tell you. I mean, just nuts. And that's why when you when you see hear about parents being hard on kids, uh, they have to, uh, you know, you have to. Um, Paul, how you doing, buddy? Good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the portion of the show where we all chat. Just yeah. so you know. Uh, uh, you have to be uh, – uh, all these parents are so hard on their kids as if, like, they're going to make them professional athletes. Right. And anyone you know is a professional magician uh, – I mean, magician. Jesus. <laughs> musician. <laughs> musician. <laughs> athlete. Magician, too, actually. Sure. Uh, obviously, we know comedy. Stuff like that. Like, the arts people understand that it's a personal thing. But for right. things that, like, you know, that, that people consider, like, it's not – nobody was pushing my brother at home. My brother was absolutely his own. Mm-hmm. Right, muscler on that. That's the only way it can really work. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, unless you're Joe Jackson and you beat your child into superstardom. That also. Works. Oh, I, yeah. I, I did not mean to take Joe Jackson off the table. <laughs> <laughs> so you're either either got to let your kid do his thing, or you're not trying actually hard enough that you. Think or, you, or, you mm-hmm. or you yeah. have to be really yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, or you push- have to be crazy enough for you and your child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have to physically, sadosexually manipulate them. <laughs> Into superstardom, yeah, right. Pressure is the lowest, is the lowest ranking weapon on that on that right. list. Yeah, 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 yeah. However, if you're not it has locking produced them in some a good results and raping them, I mean, I'm thankful that I have the Jacksons' music. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm thankful. I, I mean, Tiger Woods. <laughs> Tiger <laughs> Woods was produced by by his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Anyways, oh, so they rip this guy's shirt off. Oh, right. And then, as the as he's talking to the reporter, he gets an ice bath <laughs> down his back with his shirt off already. Well, yeah, he's got he's wearing his undershirt. Yeah, but he gets ice down his undershirt. Ooh, drenched in ice water. Ooh. He got pegged with something. Oh, like got thrown. Oh, like... oh no! I, I heard about this one. Yeah, yeah. Got... I didn't hear about the other parts, but yeah, there's there's like a full on because that was a, a I was going to say an audience member, yeah. somebody somebody oh, in the, the crowd. crowd. Yeah, and that they're like trying to find that person and, and talking criminal charges. They fucking threw something out of. So I think it was like a bottle and or they something. They do like the shaving cream pie thing. And I the was shaving like... cream pie is always like the worst thing. Do you know? Do you know what this is, Paul? Yes. Just like the plate of shaving cream to the face while you're in mid sentence. Yeah, it's and just, just shove it in your face oh. while you're talking to a reporter. First off, you're talking to a reporter because you're obligated. You have to. Right. It's not an option. Like it's 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 league mandated in all these sports. You have to talk to reporters, win or lose. Uh, and if they want to talk to you, that's what the, it's good for the league. You have to talk yeah. to these people. It's it's mandated in the TV contracts and how they make all their big fucking money on TV. Right. Why these coaches have to have these asinine interviews in between quarters yeah. and everything. It's because it's it's mandated by the TV money. Believe it or not, the coach does not want to come over and no! talk to the reporter before walking into the locker room and at halftime. Can, yeah, and how can I not say anything that the other team will... Like, how can I say something that the other team can't interpret for any possible knowledge? Yeah. There's not... That, that's all of it. That. What is there to be said? Nothing. Nothing. Ever. See Ever. Greg Popovich. In all of it. There's nothing. That's why I can't believe ESPN is 24-7. I know. Flips my fucking lid. And I uh, I like There is nothing to be said. Everyone knows this. They call timeout. Yeah. And then when you see that, when you hear the coaches in the huddle, it's him in the middle of the huddle and it looks really good and he's saying the most vague things possible. Like, keep moving. Keep it moving. We got him right where we want him. You know, that's what they right. say. Yeah. And... Meanwhile, what they do when you watch a timeout happen, when you watch is you watch the coaches leave the bench where the where the mic area is. Yeah, they talk to each other, they figure out what they're gonna do, they come back and they put that they put that play in place, and it doesn't take much to say it because they all know it. Right. And then they and, say the and last it's thing. And that's, yeah, and yeah. So like, and that's the thing that they don't have broadcast because that would give away what they're doing to the team. Right. So why do I don't care about this fake faux? For instance, the Cavs coach, T. Lou, right now, yeah. is uh, he is lulling the Golden State Warriors into a false sense of security. <laughs> <laughs> That's his... Ma- uh, shit, I just gave away his master plan. Sorry. Sorry, Cavs. Sorry, Cavs. Sorry. Yeah, like, you're not going to get any insight from any of that shit. No. And just... I, I, know, I never... I never came back from a commercial break and be like, I hope I hear what the coaches say to that team. <laughs> I bet they'll say something like, go win. Oh, and then the the uh, halftime report, the uh, the in between quarters talking to the coach thing. Oh. Everyone w- who watches now just feels bad for the coach. Yeah, yeah. They all don't want to do it unless the coach is Greg Popovich. Then you feel bad for the reporter. Yes, he makes the reporters feel bad. Yeah, but it's so dumb. It's so dumb. So yeah. So in baseball, I don't want to win a game because I don't want an ice bath. I don't want my shirts ripped <laughs> who off. Who is your baseball team right now? Ah, uh, you know what the funny is? I I used to root for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to root for anyone else yet. Why would you do that? As a kid, I just grew up liking the Yankees. Oh, Dave Winfield, so Ricky Henderson, dumb. Don Mattingly, Don yeah. Mattingly, Paul. I know Donnie Baseball, but Donnie baseball. But, but the Yankees became this thing. I know they're the Patriots of baseball. I know. All right. I know. This thing is like I I I don't and and the, honestly the, my, the the final straw has been Aaron. Right. The I final really, straw was Daryl. D- no way. <laughs> Dale Strawberry. He, he he made me love the Yankees. Yeah, he came yeah. over after he won somewhere else. I was yeah. like, "Come win for my team." And right? I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, came over from the Mets, right? Yeah, yeah. I think he went somewhere else first. I think he went to the Dodgers first. Okay. The only baseball I like is that baseball episode of The Simpsons. That is a great episode. The best. 
See those sideburns. The plate. Uh, yeah. Mechanically, get rid of those sideburns. What did I tell you? This <laughs> shaves his whole head. Yeah. He's like, what the? I don't fucking know what I can do here. And uh, I get uh, out of here, matting me. I used to for the Yankees. Then when A Rod, when they, I was hoping they were going to resign A Rod. Yeah. Then they resigned him with the richest contract of all time. Right. Then he announced that contract at Game Four during the our, the Rivals World Series, and I just thought that was really bush league. Yeah. Did not enjoy that at all, which made me really hate it. But I still kind of tuned back in because I liked Jeter and, and Pettit and, and sure. Mariano Rivera is my favorite Yankee of all time. Gotta love Mo. Gotta love Mariano Rivera. Yeah. One pitch and yeah. uh, <laughs> really fast. Uh, but I, as soon as uh, I tuned in for like Jeter's retirement year, just out of like a formality. Right. But A Rod just grossed me out so much that I stopped rooting for the Yankees. And that happened to me the Lakers. I grew up a Lakers fan, and Shaq and Kobe made it so ugly that I stopped rooting for the Lakers and never went back. And um, did, I don't know. Did Shaq do it too, or was it? Be, it was the combination. Combination, of them, right? Oh yeah, it was I mean, both like, of them. Yeah. Shaq was so arrogant and then also the infighting thing. I mean, I'm a team basketball. Like why it's, easy, why it's yeah. easier to root for the Warriors is that they play like a team. It's really exciting to watch them play. It's just yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's just it's it's nice. I as a I grew up with uh, good coaching around my brother and, and me participating and creating those kinds of things and coaching myself. Like I love a good team feel. Right. Where you, where you feel like your synergy's happening. The Kobe sum is greater than the Shaq did not the parts. have that at all. No. 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 No, and they could have won more if they had gotten along. Right, that's yeah. true. They really should not have lost to the Pistons. Yeah. Um, anyhow, uh, yeah. So I don't really like a baseball team right now. Okay. But same with basketball. Basketball, I just like basketball. No. Right. I just like I just like watching the games. I really I I, I really like that uh, New Orleans has a basketball team now. Yeah. So I have like a, I have a basketball team that I can root for. It's my home state team. I wish I wish that I didn't have. I, was, I, I hated LeBron when he went to Miami, and I did like they came back home to Cleveland. Right. So I shouldn't have shot him for it at him just being embarrassed right now. But I do. Yeah. I just can't. It's not. It's in my bones. I can't help it. It's really fun to watch LeBron James lose. It's really fun to watch his post game comments when he wants to clearly murder everyone he's talking to. And he oh doesn't. yeah. I like it so much. I oh. shouldn't like it this much. I'm a terrible in the, person. In those post game conferences, you can tell that he's just like, "I will tear you apart." Yeah. Is this is he's just getting his comeuppance from all the shit he pulled? Well, that's the thing. He he he, he did definitely manipulate this team, and you oh know, yeah, I mean it, he runs the team. He runs the team, and it's not it didn't work. It yeah. didn't work. And he it's because he's past his prime, and and him past his prime, he's still, he's still instead of great. being the best basketball player, he's, he's now a top fifteen basketball player. In, right. In the, and he, I mean, uh, you would rather have LeBron on your team than like Paul George. I would rather have LeBron on my team than. Just about any player in the league. Did he in the Heat? I would. Win I would say. Three? I, would, I would say he's top five still. You say he's top five still. Did yeah. they win three championships? Two. Two. Miami. Yeah, yeah, they two. lost. They lost to the Mavericks. So he's got two rings. Yeah. Right. He's, yeah, he's two. two rings. He's so two he's for good. five and in, in finals right now. He's two. Good. Two and five. Two he's, and five. Excuse me. Yeah. No. Yes, he'll be two and five if he loses. He's been this in finals. seven finals. He's been six. Finals. Yeah, that's right. No, he's been in seven. He's <laughs> been in six consecutively. Six consecutive. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's I mean that's the other thing. I mean this is his sixth consecutive NBA finals to be in. He's old. And he doesn't have a lot of injuries or anything to do with it. He's he, yeah. he is a freaking he's, and also like off off the court stories about him are fantastic. Right. No the the reason I say, say that guy. he's still one of the best players in the league. I mean he he regularly, you know, he he always is over 20 points. He's virtually yeah. always over 20 points, but he's his defense has come a long way. I mean he's still yeah, he, yeah. he he might still be the best defensive player in the league. No. He's he's way up there. <laughs> no, not anymore. No, 
I don't know. When he steps it up, he's he, but he doesn't play defense like he used to. I don't know. I think he's. Uh, I mean, okay. Yeah. What about Arm Flap Stevens? Oh, I forgot about Arm Flap Stevens. Now that guy. He's got ask, he's ask, got vestigial arm flaps ask, uh, ask, skin. Ask Draymond Green after game two how much LeBron James' defense is, is gone. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, Draymond Green is is pretty fucking good though, and feels confident to pull up threes on LeBron James. Yeah. When that's your number one option, then LeBron James is not the greatest defender on the court. But I would say that Draymond Green, at least this year, was a, was a better offensive player than LeBron was. I mean, I, I I think I think Green was like the number three offensive guy in the league this year. Uh, are you doing like advanced metrics PR type yeah. stuff? Uh, maybe yeah, all, all that stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I'd still rather have LeBron James on my than than Green. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Paul, who would you take right now? Yeah. Of just across the board, who would I have to pick out of the NBA to yeah. play? Mm-hmm. God, see, I don't, I don't hardly know anybody. I know Steph Curry. I know. There you go. LeBron good, James. good answer. I, that's a pretty good, good answer. answer. <laughs> I mean, Steph Curry is the number one right now. He's a two-time MVP. So I guess he'd be it. Um, Arm Flaps McGee second. Yeah, I mean, if I'm looking to get some D, <laughs> <laughs> you're always looking to get some D, Paul. Oh, some sweet, sweet D. Tell it, tell it. All right. Let's let's get into uh, let's get into my views on atheism. No, uh, <laughs> let's get into some scoop mail. Oh, Lord. Message for you. Like, say the fucking words. Say scoop mail, and I'll hit the music. I know. I was looking at my notes, and I was like, oh, I don't want to get into that. No oh, shit. <laughs> it was a topic I thought would make a good topic, but not now. Your atheism views? No, no, no. There's a, there's a thought I had. It is an atheist view. But okay. there's a reason, really. So I was thinking about stuff. Oh yeah. Oh right. Yeah, sure. I'll get into it. Fuck it. Okay, go for it. So pull out the music. Abort. 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 I was thinking that like, uh, so here's the thing. So like I was, I was, uh, I'm looking at my kids and right now my kids are atheists. Sure. My kids definitely are one and three and they have no concept of God and they yes. do not believe in God. And they're, my oldest one is starting to ask me a lot of questions. Why, 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 why? And I was realizing and I believe we have believers that listen, believers of different types that listen to this podcast. So I don't mean this as offensive as it's going to sound. <laughs> I know exactly where you're going. You're thinking that you're going to fuck with Sarah by, and teach Keeler to believe in God? No, 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 <laughs> Jesus, no, no, no. I know exactly where you're going with this. The, I, the idea of God limits the imagination. Oh, fair enough. That as soon as you say, because God made it that way. Right. You're telling your kid to shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know? It's the easy way. Yeah. It's easier than actually explaining stuff or saying, I don't know. Right. And Which is terrifying for you and the child. I mean, the moment you stop going <laughs> like, oh, because the moment you say because of God is the moment you stop exploring. It's yeah. telling yourself, to, like, just believe. It's just how it is. And while it still may identify with a humbling, wonderful feeling that I think people with a... Uh, religion would identify as a, as a positive thing. Sure. Which I can understand. It is just like, I just, once I realized that like that made it like the idea, like I happen to be atheist and I'm like, well, I'm not an atheist. I'm going to let my kids be atheist. You know, however it goes, it goes. And that thought changed with kids. The, the, yeah. That thought, that thought changed the way I'm going to raise my kids. No. Right. You know, and, and that idea uh, that idea is going to be the first thing that pops in my brain when my kids start to dabble in their spiritual beliefs. Right. Because mm-hmm. they're going to. You have to. And again, there's, and it's hard of it. It is. I really hope that from, both of your kids get into the crystals and all that stuff. Oh my God. I'm so worried about that. Oh, I hope that happens. You're worried about crystals? 
I'm worried about my kids coming home and being like, look, because I'm wearing a pink amethyst necklace, I'm going to find better love in my life. Uh, I'm very worried about that. I really want that to happen. Or telling my things like, do you hold this crystal in your hand, Dad? Do you feel the energy of it? You know, watches run on these crystals. Uh, I'm really worried about that. Oh, it'd be so great. For uh, Keeler's 16th birthday, I'm getting him a crystal. Please don't. <laughs> please don't. Um, I uh, So, yeah, no. Do you know what I mean? So, like, that kind of thing is like, I would I would encourage them to like rather than think about the energy of the earth, go ahead and look up crystals. <laughs> look up how they work. Here's an encyclopedia. Because <laughs> I wish I had done that. Uh, <laughs> Would have saved some time. Would have saved me a lot of time. Maybe, you know. I Would have bought less patchouli. I wouldn't still have that crystal lodged in my butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I haven't been constipated. Um, it's doing the trick. It's doing, it's doing what it's supposed it's to. It's doing something. <laughs> it's up. My ass runs like a watch now. I, would, I hope they look at placebo studies and <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh, it's just one of those things where I, you know, it, it, it was neat. Like, you know, see, it was. It was seeing pictures of dipping us Jack at the Reason Rally. Right. And being like, man, that's I, I, you know, to take my kids out would have been really nice. Yeah. Um, I did take my oldest to the Apple Sisters show in, in, in uh, L.A. Oh, how'd that go? Uh, well, it was exciting because he's he's coming up on three. Yeah, he's just, he's kind of a he's he's a, he's a mature three. Sure. Mm-hmm. So we thought, let's go ahead and tell him you're going to go see mommy's show. Let's go to the theater. You know, I think it was the first time he was old enough that we weren't just holding him in the theater and him just seeing stuff. And like, I that's think he, when I saw Star Wars. And yeah, I remember seeing Star Wars. And then I really, at three. Re- I regret bringing my kid to the theater. Though. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> You know, but it was it was like it was like can he can he rather than just he be a kid at the it. show yeah, and just yeah, yeah. like music and then tune out and see walk it around a little bit. Can mm-hmm. he actually sit down knowing he's going to sit down and watch a show and right. do it? And then uh, he was very vocal. Oh, Good, oh, yeah. he was enjoying it, and then it was to the point of I think distracting. I think the audience was really just enjoying this two year old mm-hmm. watch a show. And um, so at one point it was so distracting that during the mailroom portion of the episode show where they they interact with the audience, they brought him up on stage. Of course. And so they held him up there and did, did the bit with him on stage, and he was loving it. You know? Right. And then after the bit was coming to an end, they put him back down and said, "Go back to your seat." And he was uh, not not going to do not that. Not having it. Not happening. Not happening. Now, this happened in New York, you know, last October or whatever. Right. We went back. He he came up into the improv show, but it's an improv show. It's a casual show. Right. Everyone's dressed like everyone else in the room. I mean, there's the stage and the seats, but it's not like you know a formal musical very yeah, comedy thing. And so we did. We, we brought him into the show. And so he's been in several improv shows. Uh, and the latest one was that one where we, we kept him on stage. And we improvised characters. with him when he was still in... Yeah, six weeks inside old. Inside Sarah, six, before he even was oh, even born. True. He did a bunch of shows while Sarah was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he uh, he did a show at six weeks with us. Yep. And, uh, you know, he was old enough that I thought he would kind of get it. And especially now that at home, he's like learning how to dance and stuff like that. And right. so he... He did not want to sit back down. So I'm on stage now, fuckers. I pick him up. I take him over outside to let him cry. Tears are streaming down his face like nothing I've seen before. Like no injury, no whatever. I mean, just tears pouring rivers down his face. I want to be on stage. I want to be on stage. Oh. I was like. We have created a monster. You have a monster, sir. Everybody. And then everybody was like, oh, that's so cute. I was like, no, this is our fault. <laughs> you know, we have a rule. Like, you can't stand on the chair at the kitchen table. You can't stand on the chair or in the living room. You can't stand on the coffee table unless you sing. That's our rule in our house. <laughs> so my kid regularly stands up on the tables or chairs and sings Twinkle Twinkle Little Star or the Alphabet Song. I've seen it. Or Uptown Funk or something right. like that. And uh, Holy smokes. He wears his Bruno Mars hat. 
And my 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 grandmother, uh, my grandmother, my mother-in-law, his grandmother, gave him his first pair of tap shoes that fit him, which would make him a sixth-generation tapper should he pick it up. Yeah. And uh, so we show him videos of his great grandmother tap dancing on YouTube. And then we showed him make him laugh from singing the rain. Oh yeah, does anyone know that? That's mm-hmm. a classic number. If you haven't oh sure. Seen it, for people who are not in this space at all, oh the make world loves a clown. Make him laugh. It's a great Donald O'Connor tune. It's a big, big dance number and a big. It was a big, classic comedy number. Right. My kid is obsessed with watching that now. Mm. But it's awesome because at one point in that song, he there's a mannequin sitting on the couch and he does this dance move and he twirls himself over the couch and he yanks the mannequin behind the couch and he does a whole bunch of like interplay, jokingly fighting with the mannequin and doing this routine with right. the mannequin. And my kid rolled behind our couch, pulled off the white blanket and started throwing the white blanket up in the air and doing things with the white blanket to imitate it while we were watching it. And I looked at my wife like, He's two, you know. Like I was like, I was like, my wife was like, "Did you teach him that?" Because everything else he does, then I was like, "Like it's a genius." My wife was like, "I taught him that." Yeah. Uh, she's like, "I did this one. He got. I did not. He just picked this one up. He just started doing it." Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're in trouble. Yeah, you are. We are in trouble. We've ingrained this in him. He did not have a chance. We did this to him. Yeah. Time to start showing him some ancient aliens, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Let him pick up on some stuff that's going to help him in the future. Yeah. As soon as uh, NWO takes over, forget it. <laughs> Want any more tap dancing? The reveal is coming real soon. I would say if there's if there's any if there's any hidden uh, that's amazing. He'll be the only one prepared. You and, yeah. you and him will be the only ones ready for the aliens. Yeah, we'll be ready. We'll be totally ready. If if there's something that's come if if, if there's a psychologist would point to like hidden agenda stuff that's come out of nowhere, I guess I would make my kid a professional wrestler. <laughs> it's something that I came to understand and respect way too late in life. Right. That I think would have actually been the perfect avenue for me. My, my older brothers are both professional athletes. Yeah. I was a little undersized until I was much older. But the performance element was always there. <laughs> I think I would have actually enjoyed trying to figure out what it took to be a professional wrestler. Yeah. Now that I've, after talking to Kevin Kevin Cross, I was like, wait a minute. I think I get this. Yeah. It's so cool. Wrestling is fucking <laughs> I would I would really dude. enjoy watching you now try to figure out what it would take to be a professional wrestler. Wrestling's oh. hilarious. It's not easy. No, no, not no. Not easy at all. I'm way no. too much. I would, there's a time where I was not a total pussy. I'm a total pussy right now. Yeah. yeah there's I a time know. where I could, you know, my older brothers beat me up and I didn't care. And I thought about taking punches and stuff was tough and being tackled and right. injuries and and stuff i was proud of my battle scars there's there's a time where i was physically tough and could do that and it is not now it is so def- that is so not the time is not 2016 I, fucking, I went to open like a thing of plastic plates you know like like oh. little party plates plastic wrap plastic party plates cut open you. up cut my finger right open yeah I can't yeah. open a fucking thing of plates. and then like in a bad mood about it for like a day like 24 hours like yeah my finger oh my finger because oh. of the plastic plates I have I have a, a a cut on the very tip of my left ring finger Ooh. where I I cut the tip of it off the other day with a with a kitchen knife I was cutting Ooh. potatoes and just it just locked the the very tip of it off it's really not bad it's not very deep or anything no. but it's just in that spot where you hit it constantly uh, this is why Paul doesn't cook you have no idea it, how you, often that's a big part of it <laughs> I don't want to get hurt I don't want to make a mess there's a lot of that yeah you don't want to clean. Want to I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I don't want to do shit. It doesn't want to be close to kitchen knives. No. Um, uh, do you, have you been taught to, to cut properly and don't do it? No, I, I, I yeah, I, yeah. I was just, at the, I was, I, I know how to cut. I was on the very end of the potato and yeah. I was, I was being uh, uh, smug. Yeah, yeah, you're being. So I, there was just a little bit of potato left and I was like, oh, I can just get I right get through that. that. And, ow! Oh. God 
Damn it. Do you bleed on your food? Uh, yeah. How do they taste? A delightful. <laughs> really high in iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Uh, what, cooking or potatoes? Blood. Oh. Oh. It's <laughs> like vegetables, effort, blood. All blood. of it. There it is. Found it. All of it. Vegetable you, uh, effort. You ready to do yeah. a little scoop mail now? Yeah, let's do some scoop mail. Message for you, son. Hang on, Scoopy has a, a real dire question here. When you pee, what is your dick grip? Inverted peace sign, dick in between, thumb and curled index finger? I feel like this doesn't get discussed enough in modern society. Fucking you in the face, hang on, Scoopy. I'm um, usually a peace sign. Wait, what was the question? When you I, pee, what's your how do you grip? How do you hold your dick when you're when you're peeing? Oh, I uh, hold up a magnifying glass, and then I bring in, like, uh... Tweezers? Like, yeah. Like, not like tweezers, but, like, you know, like one of those, like, tongue depressors from a doctor's office? Mm, sure. A little, like, wooden tongue? Yeah, good, good. Get in there and do that that way. I hold it left-handed, and I'm a right-handed person. Oh. I don't know why I do that, but I hold it left-handed. And I fucking... That whole... If you tap it more than three times, you're playing with it. I fucking play with it. <laughs> I, I don't think I am. I do think it's for sanitary purposes, but it certainly takes more than two taps. Oh yeah, to make sure. The older you get, the more taps. Yeah, it just gets. It, it takes a good five, six jiggles to before I want to put that thing back in my underwear and not get that wet splotch. Yeah. Tap that dick. Tap that dick, guys. Uh, Angry Goose Scoop says more than a decade before I encountered Doctor Gar- uh, Garvey Scissorhands. I was a naive 20-year-old serving in the Navy. In 1983, my ship was deployed on a cruise around the Western Pacific, including stops in places like Subic Bay. Where's Subic Bay? Oh, Subic Bay. It's next to the, uh, next to the land around oh, uh, Subic Bay. Oh, nice. Uh, the Philippines, Indonesia, and Australia. When the ship dropped anchor in... Uh, I, why the fuck do you send me these things? Uh <laughs> Numia, something maybe I don't know. Spanish Numia. Oh, great! Uh, I don't know. The the group of of uh, other naive twenty year olds that I hung around with and I decided to hit the town in search of pussy. French is the official language. Is that near Numia Bay? Like, where is the town of Pussy? <laughs> it's close to the harbor. I can't find pussy on this map anywhere. I thought we were getting off the thing and going to pu- heading for pussy. Meow. Nope. There, that way. <laughs> It's a sign. The town of Pussy exists. Uh-huh. I, be- I believe it's pronounced Pussy. Ancient Pusay. aliens landed in Pussy in 1702. Ancient astronaut theorists agree. <laughs> Pussy is real. So French is the official language, and English is definitely not in common use. So finding some action was a little awkward. My friend Dave and I got separated from the others and wound up at a bar called La Café Paris. It was a bit flamboyant, even for the 80s. Black lights, zebra print couches, bartender dressed in leather bondage gear, etc. So it's like Paul's house. I was going to say, that sounds like my kind of place. Uh, Yes, we were that naive. Remember, this is before Rob Halford Ah. came out. We had a few drinks and we were getting a bit tossy by the time other people started to arrive. Uh, By other people, they mean dudes. I I believe they do. Just dudes. Yeah. This was the the Blue Oyster from uh, Sausage Town. (laughs) From Police Academy. Police Academy, that's oh, it. Oh, God. Uh, what was strange uh, was that it seemed like it seemed to only be women. Really sexy women. 
in skin tight dresses and oh. most had enormous boobs. Oh. And they were friendly. Oh. My God, were they friendly. Oh. A couple of very attractive Asian women in matching yellow mini skirts bought us drinks. We couldn't understand what they were saying, but we thought we understood what they meant. Uh -huh. At some point, something clicked, and I started looking a little bit closer at the women. Oh, boy. It may have been their deep voices, or their Adam's apples, or something else, but I realized that <laughs> they weren't what we thought they were. I whispered to Dave, I think these two are guys. And he whispered back, I think they're all guys. <laughs> and it was true. Every single woman in that bar had a penis. We were pretty homophobic at that make, age. Who can make the sunshine <laughs> sprinkly with you? The tranny man can. <laughs> we were pretty homophobic at that age, and so we wriggled out of our ladies' embraces and headed for the door. Young, <laughs> young, drunk armed forces guy overseas were homophobic? Uh, that, that doesn't sound like them. As we were leaving, the rest of our group was waiting to get in. They had been drinking at a cafe, and someone had told them about this place. They were already pretty lit. We smiled and left, not saying a word. Oh, cruel. <laughs> Which is the only right thing to do. Cruel. Let them find out for themselves. The next day aboard ship, our shop was full of guys nursing hangovers, myself included, and listening to stories about the night before. Oh, no. Dave and I were looking forward to telling the others about our narrow escape. One fellow, we'll call him the macho asshole, was telling about how he'd gotten laid the night before. Dave and I looked at each other as he launched into a description of these two Asian chicks had fucked. <laughs> they said they were lesbians and they were saving their pussies for each other, so they took turns sucking my dick. And they, uh, and they both had a hole in their pantyhose so I could fuck them up the ass. God, they were so tight. <laughs> he went on and on. Dave was the first to speak up. Uh, petty officer, macho asshole... You do know that those were dudes, right? Macho asshole was not amused. What the fuck are you talking about? Did you actually see their pussies? <laughs> well, no, but... <laughs> Angry Goose Scoop and I left the bar because we realized there weren't any women there, and everything you've described you could have done with two dudes. And then it dawned on him. It donged on him? It donged on Dong. him. <laughs> no, they couldn't have... His face went white as he replayed the previous night's event in his head. Oh, shit. I fucked two dudes. <laughs> what? From then on, he wasn't known as Macho Asshole, but as the guy who had fucked two dudes. <laughs> that is hysterical. That's a long nickname. Not only that, but like, you know, I mean, the story didn't end with like, guys from the armed forces came in and beat up a bunch of transvestites. No. Do you know what I mean? I'm glad it didn't end like that. Like, it, it, it was... You know, I well, think it's not over yet. We'll see. Yeah. What's next? No, no, nothing That's like it? that. Okay, great. Uh, I have a lot of fun memories on that cruise, including witnessing a full-on Wild West-style bar fight in Brisbane, Australia. But none as sweet as this: fucking you in the face through the hole in my pantyhose. <laughs> Angry goose scoop. That is really funny. Because, like, you know, that that's. Uh, a fine fetish, right? You want some armed forces guy to treat you like a lady and yeah, take it to you. That's the that's, that's a big win for you, I think. Yeah, I would imagine so. <laughs> uh, let's see, we've got one here from Jesus Scooping Christ. <laughs> Howdy, boys! I, th I thought I'd take my newly registered scoop name out for a spin mm. and grace you with my first roadhead story. Hooray! Fantastic. Uh, by the way, uh, heyscoops.com if you want to register your scoop names. Go do that. And oh, send yeah. us some scoop mail while you're at yes. it. Yes. 
Uh, I had just picked my girlfriend up from the airport and having uh, spent some time apart, she was uh, kind enough to thank me for this service in the only appropriate way. Whoa. She's a shy and reserved gal, and being on a moderately busy freeway, this was an unexpected delight. It was night, of course, and uh, right when she went down, I thought my foot—I thought my foot slipped off the gas because the headlights swerved. Uh, the headlights behind me swerved out of our lane and began passing aggressively on my right. But no, I hadn't slowed down. The guy in the car had seen what was about to occur was and pulled up next to me out. with a huge smile and a thumbs up. <laughs> I gave him a reluctant head nod to acknowledge the situation and expected that to be the end of the exchange. No, no. He's there for the long haul. But the fucker kept pace with our car and would not stop cheering me on with his goddamn grin and a lot of fist pumping. Because here's the thing, right? One is that's hot. So you want to see what's going on. Right. Sure. Two is you're jealous. You you don't get roadhead. So fuck that guy. So it's two motivating forces creating the same thing to happen. Well, he's yeah. apparently not fuck that guy. He's go for it, bro. What I mean is that but the but you know, if she if she says what's going on and, and he says there's a guy next oh, to us. Right. Yeah. It's roadhead over. He's not upset that he might possibly ruin this roadhead. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I tried waving him on, but he wasn't into that. (laughs) Unfortunately, I let out a frustrated growl, and my girlfriend stopped to ask what was wrong. See? Ah, yep. Here we go. I said nothing, but since I've never outsmarted a woman in any way, not once in my life, I quickly cracked under her cross-examination, and my first roadhead officially ended not with a bang, but a whimper. The moral of the story is, fuck you, dude. Yeah, right? Totally. (laughs) Fucking you in the face, your lord and flavor. Jesus scooping Christ. <laughs> Lord, and, Lord flavor. and flavor. I like that a lot. Pretty yeah. Good. And uh, finally, we've got one here from the Gelato Gigolo. You guys are the rusted root of comedy podcasts. Hey, easy. Yeah. But come the on. Springsteens you... of Winwood podcasts. Okay. okay. All right. Now I might talking. I might have an Italian air show for you. My first sexual experience came about in high school. Right after homecoming, this girl I had been flirting with, uh, let's just call her Mabel, uh, she called me up and said her parents were out of town and that she wanted me to come over and hang out with her and, and her friends, or and her friend. Let's call her Samantha. Okay. Naturally, I was a little anxious and had to cool my jet so as not to seem over-anxious, but quite quickly responded with a non-chalking, cool. That's a that's a, that's an expression we don't use enough anymore. Cool your jets. Cool your jets, man. Cool your jets, man. I headed over and we started to hang out. I was a bit worried that her friend would be a cock block, but was excited nonetheless for some fun. After some time, Mabel suggested that we play some drinking games. We played bullshit, asshole, high card, and fuck you pyramid, and had some laughs. Not much was drank. Uh, most of the most of the time was spent by the two girls laughing at the dumb shit that I was saying, making me feel like a master game runner. Did he say not much is, was drank? Yeah. What? You cannot play those games and not have not much... I don't know. Maybe they were just kind of sipping. They're playing fucking Paul Mattingly or something right there. That's it. My kind of games. We took the fun to the <laughs> we took the fun to the <laughs> living room uh, when Samantha suggested that we take things to the le- to the next level. Oh yeah, they're talking about upstairs. She dared me to kiss Mabel. Oh score. Oh yeah. There we go. Here things we go. kept heating up from there. Oh. Yeah. I dared Samantha and Mabel to make out, oh, and they yeah. did. Oh, Good work. Yeah. Good work. Fuck was I excited and happy that I hadn't been punched in the balls and slapped in the face. Slow down, Jacob. Slow down. I, I couldn't believe my luck. Oh, yeah. 
Things got really heated. And one thing led to another. Oh, boy. And there I am. Look at me. I'm turgid. Don't look at me. Look Look at me again. Turgid. Looking at the two of them Stop kneeling between my legs. Oh, uh-huh. Enjoying my push pop. Oh, man. That's when it happened. What? Mabel, the girl I had been flirting with and obviously into me, started to gag. Her friend backed up, and I was confused as to why my double dip had paused. Mabel looked up, didn't look too well, and proceeded to vomit into my lap. And onto my now softening cock. Oh. Ooh, was your cock that disgusting? <laughs> Shower, dude. Shower. The, am I supposed to take some other conclusion away besides you don't he, have a uh, disgusting cock? He dips his wiener in Ipecac every time. <laughs> There's Just your problem. It's a disinfectant. Yeah. It's a disinfectant. Yeah. Uh, Samantha started to scream and to freak out. Naturally, I was no ray of sunshine either. Apparently, she was on antibiotics and didn't mention that factoid. Oh, While we hadn't drank much, maybe one or two each, she had drank the right amount to mix with the antibiotics and to upset her stomach. Her friend was useless at this point, and I had to drag her to the bathroom so she could finish vomiting. I got her cleaned up and then cleaned myself up and the living room and uh, and then went to the living room and... and, uh, Well, no, no. I, I got myself cleaned up and cleaned up the living room. Uh... Now time to put her to bed. I was pleasantly pleased with how well I cleaned up the living room and everything else. A strong silver lining at the time. Time to put Mabel to bed. I brought her back through the living room uh, toward her bedroom. I think that's what that word is supposed to be. Uh, when she felt like unloading hellfire once more I in the living room. I knew it. Frustrated, I cleaned up the living room again. Her friend was still upset and completely useless throughout this whole event. Oh, boy. Uh, I got news for you. I use the same tactic when there's vomit all over the place. <laughs> I am so upset I could not possibly clean that vomit. <laughs> oh, the vomit's clean? All right, I'm better now. Oh, she vomited again. Oh, I'm I am again. so upset. I'm uh, useless. I can't deal. Uh, then the front door opened. Enter Mabel's parents. Oh, boy. Out the door I went, only to find out that I had gotten a flat tire. Fantastic. 2 a.m., changing a tire in need of a shower, vomit dick, blue balls, and her father watching me change the tire through the doorway. We spoke the next day, agreeing to never see each other again, and we haven't. Wow. Uh, <laughs> that is dr- a dramatic result. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there it is. So are you guys taking a road trip at all? Come to New York City so I can laugh at your faces and collect on my free high five. I would love to nerd out with Paul and jock out with Matt and Jacob. We can go get uh, traditional Japanese massages, separate rooms, unless you're into that sort of thing. Oh, I am, but I'm on antibiotics. (laughs) (laughs) If this happens to make the air, it'll be a nice surprise. Uh, Could they massage four guys in the same room? They could. Oh, sure. It would be really funny to vomit in that situation. (laughs) I have wiener vomit. (laughs) Full of it. I get wiener vomit by the time it's over. Happy ending. Wiener vomit. Wiener vomit. I'm only up to episode 118, so I'll... uh, should be a speed up in a month. Uh, love you guys. Jesus, Long your pie holes. <laughs> this is going to be an episode 240. You got a, you got a ways to go, <laughs> yep. boy. Hoping you don't spew Gelato Gigolo. Yeah, hoping you stay committed, Gelato Gigolo. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with it. 
Uh, Jalal Jalal, your your uh, your mail was read on this episode. <laughs> so there you go. Good job. Uh, you guys ready for a little uh, Jock versus Nerd action here? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of <laughs> just saw. Jock versus Nerd. Oh no! Oh. Run! Oh, it's too late. <laughs> Explosion, baby. What'd you find? <laughs> it's got clouds and there's these uh, see-through images of uh, Prince, David oh, yes, Bowie, I saw. Muhammad I was... Ali, Kimbo Slice, uh, the, the ape from the zoo, <laughs> and then a logo of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Ah! <laughs> Mourning the deaths of 2016. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what happened to Kimbo Slice? Uh, he was 42 and he died. I don't know if they said why. Oh. Yet. There you go. By the time, as, as of this recording, I don't know if we know a cause of death. Yeah, it's All some right. kind of medical emergency. There yeah. we go. Uh, in honor of sweet... Oh, this is from... I, uh, I don't know if he was a healthy man. I Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Wasn't he homeless for a long time? Yeah. No. That's That's got to be hard on a body. Yeah. Probably so. And then go to also, fight. Also, getting your ass kicked a lot right, is pretty just, hard on the body. Just going to fight. He lost right out the gate, right? In the UFC, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did, he did he was not do well backyard, in the UFC. He was a backyard brawler. Was he on those bum fight videos? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't when think so. When he got so. his start? No. I, I think he, he was a YouTube thing. Remember but, bum fights? Yeah. I do remember bum fights. That was... That was awful. Yeah. And I'm trying to think. Like I was watching bum fights in my early 20s, right? And I think I, you still have enough us versus them in you that you... Like, I remember... Bump I don't think like I ever a, saw one. Oh no! Someone gave me like a straight up DVD of Bump. Oh fight. I, yeah, oh, I wow. saw some. In in a way that was like you gotta watch this. Right. This is hilarious. Right. And the first time, I remember going through the range of emotions. The first, first like five minutes, I'm like, this is funny. Yeah. And the second five minutes, I was like, these gotta be actors. Yeah. And then seeing a guy that was like, this guy's not an actor. Right. And then being like. I fucking hate these people. Mm-hmm. But it was, I was young enough that it took me that long. Sure. You know. It takes a minute to register. Oh, wait. No, this is terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are mentally ill people you're you're attacking. They're right. paying to attack each other. Yeah. You're doing human cockfighting. Yeah. With crazy roosters. <laughs> crazy roosters, which is the name of my quickly defunct band. <laughs> We did not. With one rehearsal, no gigs. Crazy Roosters. Crazy Roosters. Oh, uh, we have a Jock vs. Nerd here from Crocodunk Scoop. In honor of Sweet Maddie D, here is a New Jersey themed Jock vs. Nerd question. Question for Paul What New Jersey born basketball player played in the NBA from 1992 till 2011? Owns 17 Auntie Anne's pretzel shops and 155 Five Guys restaurants. Oh, I don't know if I know this one. Yeah, I didn't know this. What were the years again? Uh, 92 till 2011. Born in Jersey. Born in Jersey. Can you tell me what team he played for? Several. Oh. Uh, I believe he started his career in Orlando. Mm. Playing for the Magic. Yeah. Oh, I think I do know this now. I didn't know he was from Jersey. It's a basketball player that you've heard of. I was going to say, it's got to be somebody with a name. Uh, who would be 92 till... Did he play for the Magic and then the Lakers? He did. Uh, oh, Shaq. The yep. Diesel. Right? Yep. Okay. Big Diesel, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Five guys is some good eating. Yeah. I haven't had a burger in a long like time. I don't like them. No? No. I don't like the fries. And I think that's what does it. Yeah. yeah. 
it definitely is a, a distinct fry, the peanut oil fry. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Oh. Yeah. I'm not a fan of fries, really. I am now. As a vegetarian, I love French fries. <laughs> <laughs> that is my indulgence now. Mm-hmm. I, I, I decided to get me a thing of fries. There you go. And then I cry. I'm like, you're still fat. You don't eat meat. You're still so fat. <laughs> and I eat fries. You're fine. Nerd question for Matt. What New Jersey-born singer made his recording debut on the 1980 Star Wars Christmas album, A Christmas in the Stars? It's a layup. Really? You know that? Yeah, of course I know that. Wow. <laughs> hmm. I, as someone who's very unfamiliar with this Star Wars. Dude, how many major recording stars come out of Jersey? Tons. Thousands. Two. Fucking two. So it's John Bon Jovi. It is John Bon Jovi. Back when he was still John Bon Jovi. Bon, John Bon Jovi, his real name. That's what he's credited as on there. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I know. What do you get a Wookiee for Christmas when he already has a comb? What? I don't know. But that's one of the songs on that album. No. <laughs> My wife and I met you two in March when we saw Fifty Shades in the Bucket Show. Thanks for all the funny there in Vegas weekly on the podcast. And that's Crocodunk Scoop. Thank, Thank you, Crocodunk Scoop. Let's do. Let's double down on Jock versus Nerd. We got another one on You want to do another one? Yeah, I yeah. can give you another one here. Let's Holy double down. shit. We're living on the edge. Uh, let's yeah. see. Oh, how about this one? Let's look at the time here. A Trent versus Bruce. Jock oh. versus Nerd. Oh, oh. oh, this is from Ace, the Bunny Boy. There we go. Perfect. I would like to write in with my submission for a Trent versus Bruce question. I'm also going to be direct and informative and sans typical wit. Uh, if you would like uh, diatribes, rants, and scoophead uh, bullshittery, uh, hashtag get bunny boy to guest and hashtag make Captain America. Uh, I, I, I don't, I'm Great not going to read the whole fucking okay. thing. It's a long hashtag. <laughs> uh, Jesus subject collaborations. Matt, in 1992, Trent Reznor founded what record label? And besides Nine Inch Nails, who was its primary artist? Wait, say it again. In 1992, Trent Reznor founded what record label? And other than Nine Inch Nails, who was its primary artist? Let's see. I'll here. give you a hint. It went defunct in 2007. The label went defunct in it 2007? Did. Yeah, he stopped it. Uh, was it... Um... Was it Res Nerves? And the album was called Let's Get On Your Nerves? Yes. Yes. Uh, it was a solo project. Primary artists. Tool? Nope. <laughs> is that is that the band? Paul really enjoyed that. Uh, I know the label. Okay. The, the label is Nothing Records. Yeah, the label is Nothing. Um, so there I, wasn't one. It's Correct. called Nothing. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess Bowie was the big signer nope. for there a little while, or was it? Uh, okay, then it was um, Marilyn Manson. Prick. It Prick. was Marilyn oh, Manson. Manson was big on nothing. Yeah, shit. All right, Matt gets half a point. That's All right. right, it snuck in there for half a point on the he board. Did. He discovered Marilyn Manson. Hoing. Into the game, darling. Remember that. You got a, uh, you got a bonus question here, though, Matt. Ready. Uh, bonus question, subject: Marilyn Manson. Which of these is not a track? Off of uh, Smells Like Children. Shitty Chicken Gangbang may cause discoloration of the urine or feces. B- the Beautiful People, Everlasting Cocksucker. Jeez, that's a tough one. Okay, I mean, obviously Beautiful People is, we all know that one. That's the, that's the big hit. Yeah. What was it on that album? Oh, are you, uh, what a leading question. 
take the lead. All right. Beautiful people. Beautiful people. It's correct. <laughs> that was on uh, Antichrist Superstar. Yeah. All right. I crushed it. One and a half <laughs> points for Matt. Well done, sir. Well done. Winning. I'm a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> Paul, Bruce Springsteen collaborated spoken word poetry vo vocals, uncredited until release, on a 1978 <laughs> rock and roll epic. Uh, coming in at 10 minutes and 53 seconds by what artist and what is the name of that song? Oh. Uh, the Wreck of the... Uh, Edmund F Fitzgerald? F, F. Scott Fitzgerald. F. F. Scott, F. F. Scott Fitzgerald. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would like to have a boat just to call it the F. Scott Fitzgerald. That'd be great. And the then Wreck of it. the F. Scott Fitzgerald. Oh, I know. boy, Gatsby. I know the... Uh, it's the ghost of Tom Joad. No, no, I know the actual Tom. Joe I know the artist. I do not know the song, and I know the story. Yeah. Oh, okay. What is it? Uh, the answer is the the song is "Street Hassle" Lou by Reed. Lou Reed. Oh, Lou Reed, and uh, uh, I remember getting into Lou Reed because of this. No, I, I just was like, you know, going just going through different listening phases or whatever. I just got really into Lou Reed for a little for a bit, and uh, heard Springsteen's voice, and I was like, "What the fucking fuck?" Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. When I was going through my uh, my big home from the island, still stoner phase, I wasn't doing a lot of Springsteen then. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, it was it was uncredited because they were recording across the either like the hall or like the street from each other. But they ran into each other, and do thing. And Lou Reed, classic Lou Reed, actually is a total backhanded compliment of after the fact. However, <laughs> he got asked to do it. Basically, he figured out the spoken word part that he wanted in the song and thought it was too corny or cheesy for him to do himself. But saw oh. Bruce and asked Bruce to do it. And then Bruce took the invitation, of course, for Lou Reed to do something on the album. Right. They were on different labels and stuff. So even they were recording, they could, he, could, he could only do it uncredited. Contractually, yeah. But Lou thought Bruce's voice was so distinct he wouldn't have to credit him. And, that was the and he was right. And he was right. Yeah. Bonus question for you, Paul. All right, I can redeem myself. Lou Reed appeared as a boss antagonist in a video game. What is that game? Oh, fuck. Oh, man. It's even kind of a nerd question for you. Yeah. It's going to be super embarrassing was, if you missed that. He was Mott in Rock and Roll. Okay. But I don't think they did a video game version of that cartoon. What was the game? Oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh no! Is it the video game called Oh Man Oh Shit Oh No? No, no, no! Uh, it's no, not. it's actually called Oh No Oh Man Oh Shit. Nah, can you give so me? Close. You were can close. You give me a little, little hint. Anything? Uh, it featured the the game featured someone who I believe was at one time the president of the Lou Reed fan club. Okay, that's it. That's it for the hint. That's it for the hint. God <laughs> damn it! <laughs> I'll give you a second hint. You yeah, please. That person is someone that we thank often. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, he must have been uh the uh Pendulette yeah. and and Penn and Teller's game. Well, it wasn't Desert Bus. No, not Desert Bus. Smoke and Mirrors. Ah, Smoke and Mirrors. Lou Reed appears in the impossible difficulty uh killing the Penn and Teller uh, instantly with a blast of lightning from his eyes. A uh FMV clip of Lou appears saying, 
Uh, this is the impossible level, boys. Impossible doesn't mean very difficult. Very difficult is winning the Nobel Prize. Impossible is eating the sun. <laughs> Thank you for playing, uh, making hashtags out of your faces, and printing them on shirts. The guy what draws the crap. That is not Matt's brother. That's true. Bunny Boy Ace. Bunny Boy Ace, the guy who draws stuff. Thank you, Bunny Boy Ace, which is, you know, it was a fine Trent Nesner, Bruce Springsteen, which really was uh, Marilyn Manson versus Lou Reed. It yeah. was a good It was a good one. I liked it. it was a good Am one. I right about Penn being the president of, the, of Lou Reed's fan club? Yes. Okay. I couldn't remember if it was Lou Reed's fan club or um, Velvet Underground. Uh, oh, I don't know then. I, yeah, I don't yeah, know. I don't Perhaps know. he co-chaired. Yeah. All right. I want to thank Pendulite for creating this podcast. Thank you. And uh, who else do I want to thank? Uh, what do you want to do themes here for thank you, Pauls? Uh, let's do the theme of uh, <coughs> uh, incurable are, diseases. These are these are um, school holidays. School holidays. School holidays. Okay. You get a day off from school because of these holidays. Yep. Uh, Greg Chapmania. Nice. Jen Brown Derby Sunday. <laughs> uh, Greg, uh, just ask of it and you get an answer of it. Jen Colby Cheese Festival. Yeah. <coughs> Hashnasi, a Jewish holiday. Oh, of course. And, and a happy Hashnasi to our uh, practicing <laughs> friends. <laughs> uh, Joe Kuntzuntite, you're sick, so you're excused. Uh, Howard Jackson Hospitality Day. Joe Messano Finger Painting Day. Uh, Jack White, go home and sing. Oh, 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 oh. John Bilderback Special Secret Bilderberger Illuminati Holiday. <laughs> Jackie and Duskin, Scoopy and the Beast. Uh, it's a disney holiday that's taken over and lost its true meaning. John Dulong's Sea Life Holiday. Jacob Dinkelaker, founder of Dinkel Lake. John Joggerst, running holiday, marathon, jogging. Uh, <laughs> Jacob Eichen, respect your local highway day. <laughs> John, go to the toilet day. <laughs> Jacob T. Emmanuel, Spanish Christmas Day. Jonathan, go to the toilet. Van, go to another one day. <laughs> uh, Jason, scoop-a-dee-doo-dah, wink-a-thon. Jordan Campbell, celebrity soup cook-off. <laughs> uh, Jeff Harris, uh, go buy a used car from a local dealership day. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it for you guys? Yes. I'd like to thank Ice Blue Scoop, James Britton, James Lawrence, Jameson Fisher, Jared Martin, Jay Reeves, Jay Shapiro, Jane Van Zant, uh, Jeff oh, Libby, hi, Jeffrey Hess, Jeffrey Mayer, Jennifer Grayson, uh, Jenny Ebarb, Jeremy Hudson, Jill Short, Jim, jo uh, Jim Johnson, Joe James, Joe Carter, and John Mouser. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. If you listen to uh, on Thursday or uh, any day after that, up until June 12th is the last days of vote for best comedy at podcastawards.com. It just takes a second. Uh, literally, just, it will not take you more than a, more than a minute. Yep. Uh, comedy, comedy category. Comedy category. Just work for best comedy. Go ahead and vote for us there at podcastawards.com. Voting ends June 12th. We appreciate all the effort people put into doing it so far. Thank you all so much. Uh, we're up against some pretty amazing competition. Mm -hmm. It sure would be nice to arbitrarily beat them through a popularity contest. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs>
Um, fuck it. We need awards. I paid them their goddamn hundred bucks, though, so we wouldn't have to ask you guys to pay them a hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, although we use Patreon money, so technically, I guess you did pay them a hundred bucks. Was it ten dollars? It was ten dollars to be 10 considered, and then they asked each podcast to raise a hundred dollars, so they could raise twenty five grand for oh, their. Right, oh right, right. right, that thing. <laughs> for, their, for their. Yeah, I, I completely I mean, forgot about that. At thing. this point, I just want to see what a twenty five thousand dollars website looks like. I mean, I gotta see it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Google didn't spend that much money on their website. You're gonna see it whether we win or not. I know, I know. <laughs> That's the good news. It's a win win. But it would be nice if we win to see our names on a twenty five thousand dollars website. Oh man, it's gonna look so fancy. It's gonna be shiny. I mean, I imagine the font, it. dude. Right. Right, and <laughs> it's also, gonna be probably a unique font. Yeah. Also, like like their own. It has yeah, to be their own saying, font, right? Half that money just got to go to inventing a font. It's twenty five G's. You better invent a fucking font. Half of that is font money. Yeah, podcast a word font. It'll be on all of our scroll down menus on Word. Oh uh, yeah. And so uh, on top of that, like they uh, 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 when I went to the website to give them their hundred bucks that they were asking all of us for, mm-hmm. uh, they. Uh, they were they were about ten percent to their goal. Oh, they were about twenty twenty six hundred dollars towards the goal, and about halfway through the contest. So I figured they're gonna get the twenty five thousand. They're there. Money's just pouring in. They're almost there. <laughs> so we gotta. A twenty six hundred dollar website mm-hmm. is no nothing to slouch. No, no, but I, we know what that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> we are familiar. We're very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> what website looks like? We're yeah. very, very familiar with it. You can get like five as, or six buttons on as, there, as they probably should be. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. God damn it! This, this contest is crazy. We want to win, though. We gotta win. We gotta fucking win. We gotta win. I don't know if we're trying to win it twice, but we want to win it once. Oh no, we want to. Someone what? else was like, I don't see a lot of the names from last year. It's like, you don't say. Yeah, really? <laughs> what a shock. This is a one-off type deal? <laughs> People don't keep after this? This is not the EGOT gold this level? The, no, no. All no. that EGOT. Uh, yeah, so just check that out. You know, it's one of those things where like, it's fun because it's really fun to rally with our listeners behind right. an event like this. That's we do lose, we lose a little bit of Twitter follows. We lose a little bit of Facebook likes. I think we push, you know, because we're pushing it. You well, know, so you're either on board or you're not on board What are you going to do? Because I can't follow them and be like, I really don't give a shit about these awards. I'd be like, yeah, no. I, yeah, yeah. Of course. Fine. Of course. But I mean. Oh, come back though. Yeah. We'll Please keep, come back. We'll keep posting funny shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, all right. So yeah, I want to thank them. I want to thank uh, Michael Eltroth has been doing a ton of the artwork for our votes, uh, our yep. vote getting. Uh, Ryer Appledorn, Ace Munns. Uh, um, I want to thank someone, JJ, Tony Longworth, Nick, and Mike Spadoni. Um, I want to thank all the people behind our different social media platforms. We're at Hey Scoops on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Reddit, uh, Snapchat, um, Halo. No, I don't know. All over the place. Um, you can actually follow Matt at Sweet Matty D. Oh, you can follow Paul at the famous Paul. You can follow Jacob at Jacob the Audio Guy. No, nope. it's Audio Guy Jacob. <laughs> Close though. Okay, Audio Guy Jacob. It was. It used to be that he changed it. Oh, you're old school. I am old school. Yeah. Who am I still following? Uh, no, you're still following him. You follow me. He changed his name because it was like Jacob Audio Guy was the was the old one. I got it. Yeah, there wasn't uh, enough room for the. And Ryer, I believe, just mailed out a bunch of stuff, so uh, Patreon people are about to get uh, some stickers. Yeah. 
Um, oh, and if you got t-shirts, uh, throw up a, a selfie with you and your t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you want to get your scoop uh, um, certification, just go to heyscoops.com, and right there on the homepage, you can register your scoop name to be officially uh, your scoop name. Since we had a lot, we have a lot of new listeners. Uh, basically, is what's happening right now, and so um, we end up with similar names or basically the same name, and so uh, we we have seen evidence of the of maybe the newer person getting registered before the older school person heads up and so yeah so you want to get that get, get on it. it get on it get on it you got to spe- spell it with leet speak and if you're a pat- <laughs> and if you're a patron you get you get access to your own certificate the hall of Turn fame your gold e's certificate. Into the yeah. and you're still good to go yeah exactly <laughs> go leet speak on that shit um all right thank you guys so much for being listeners thank you so much for subscribing don't forget to be a part of the obelisk scheme pick one person one person only to turn them on to matt and madeline's ice cream social get us get us get our nonsense in their ear holes and uh yeah thank you so much for listening and uh we'll see you soon we'll see you soon We do have to come up with an acceptance speech video for the podcast awards. Uh, we got that. We can handle that. That's fucking easy. I think I have some ideas. We'll be, yeah. I, yeah. We're good. We'll scream at this thing. <laughs> uh, fellas, it's time to do some limericks. Did we already do these or no? Nope. Oh. Nope. We didn't do these. Well, y'all want to hear for Dusty Henderson, uh, Dusty Henderson, aka Mr. Brain Freeze. I'd like limerick about how dumb haikus are. <laughs> they call me Limerick Tom, and my limericking is the bomb. You may think it's not right, but my uh, lyrics are tight. Not as tight as when I five seven five your mom. Oh, bingo! Shots fired. Stay Bingo. down. Too good, too long. Too good, too long. Gandhi's nuts. Mm. <laughs> Erica Katlovich would like a limerick about heavy metal music dedicated to Don Phil. Or a Philly. Yeah, there's an I at the end of that. Mm. The dedications always make me forget what they're about. What is it about? Heavy metal music. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wake up and bang my head. Listen to everything Metallica said. My hair is all long. Strum my guitar with my dong. I worship the devil. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Parfait Hate Machine would like a limerick about the killing joke. This is going out to Mark Hamill. Mm. Yes, yes. I put Barbara Gordon in a chair. My smile might make you want to stare. Batman killed me at the end. This you <laughs> cannot defend. But I honestly just don't care. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Oh, please. Uh, if you haven't read The Killing Joke, well, this is, this is, 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 it, is it a spoiler? Because that it's an argument still. People still argue as to whether Batman kills the Joker. Oh, okay. But he did. Fine. Okay. It's not explicit, but it's pretty clear. No, no, no. I read it, and then when I did, I thought he killed him. Right. They're finally making it into a movie. Do you know that? 
Yeah, with Mark Hamill. Animated features coming out. It's oh, going to cool. be incredible. Yeah, Mark Hamill's doing the voice. I just pre-ordered the deluxe edition. I am getting the deluxe edition as soon as it comes out. I believe August 2nd is the street date. I can't wait. <laughs> it also comes with a small Joker figurine. Delicious. Howard Jackson. Hojo! Would like a haiku. No, it's Hojo. Hojo! About shoddy hoops. Hojo! Dedicated to the Cleveland Cavaliers, <laughs> whom will win it all this year. Uh, Is it shooty hoops? Shooty hoops. Poor Hoja. I am LeBron James. I came back for some reason. <laughs> I miss Miami. <laughs> Sorry, Hojo. That was a good haiku. That was a good one. That was a good haiku. <laughs> Woo! Motherfuckers, it's time for some songs. Yes. And we still have Sam Limos in the house. Sam We're going to do some more live here. music. SamLimos.com. Got his acoustic get fiddle all ready to go. To get fiddle. Get fiddle. Retuned. Gotta get I'm up all night to get fiddled. You up all night to get fiddled. <laughs> that was the original track, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dusty Henderson, a.k.a. Mr. Brain Freeze, would like a song about the importance of women's issues sung by Bill Cosby. <laughs> uh. Well, make sure you don't let men get you down. We'll do things in the town that aren't quite right, don't seem nice, and certainly aren't ethically sound. But I tell you, ladies, the truth I don't mean to do. The horrible things that I do to you when I put stuff in your drink in the hood of a boo. Oh, oh yeah. Hey, Dad. You wake up and I'm sucking your toes. That's not a good thing. That's a terrible way to go. Hey, Dad. All of a sudden you wake up. I'm standing over the bed. How did this happen? How did I get inside your head? Good guy. Cliff? There's ladies' issues. Claire? There's ladies' issues. Theo, you're not a lady. Hey, ladies and shoes. Rudy, you're a lady. Hey, ladies and shoes. Denise and the other one. There's some girls. Hey. <laughs> Joe Masano, who I hate, would like a song sung by Johnny Australia, all about the sweat house, dedicated to Jacob. Jesus, this is like an implosion. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is a scoop. <laughs> Hi there. You looking for something to do? Sure you are. Well, guess what? You're in luck. I oh, know, place it's open. <laughs> Matter of fact, it's always open. And you're going to be open. Check your local papers for openings. Check your openings for papers. Come hungry. Lay fucked. It's the sweat house. It's a house where you can sweat. 
Your butt's gonna get nice and soppy wet from the sweat dropping down to your butt. When you sweat in the sweat house, what? Go ahead and throw yourself a boomerang. It'll come right back to the place where you sang the song about the sweat house and you threw the boomerang. <laughs> it's so much less annoying with live guitar. Oh, good. Yeah, there. That's well, now we know how to soothe, solve solve that problem. Soothe oh. over. Oh, Jacob. it's still annoying. <laughs> Can't stop learning. It's just less annoying. <laughs> Can't stop. Won't stop learning. Howard Jackson, who is once again my favorite person, would like a song by sung by Mother's agent, giving a eulogy at Johnny Australia's funeral. <laughs> Dedicated once again to Jacob! Jesus, these are some tall tasks. DC man, he was a special man. He was a man that could only be a man from Australia. He of a kangaroo, he of a sweat house. Of a mean you, farewell, Johnny Australia. Body voice, <laughs> but I know there is nothing beyond this immortal coil. Too bad, Johnny. Too bad. <laughs> and Justine Scooper Carver Cannon would like to hear a song about how putting his life on the line to save Princess Peach countless times, <laughs> Mario still gets friend zoned. Okay. <laughs> go through a whole lot of shit to try and get my dick sucked. This is a got to be a joke. I mean, really, what the fuck? How many more castles can I slide and break into before I realize my love for this bitch is true? How many more mushroom people gotta tell me that I got it all wrong? How many more sad times do I gotta bring up in this song? Why don't you just stick with Bowser, you ungrateful bitch? I should leave you there in a Cooperfield fucking ditch. 
I'm tired of a princess peach and not the loving on me. How many more times I gotta go rescue her from Bowser to be free? Every time I gotta start the world one one. I take it a warp pipe, but still it's no fun. I take it too long and I'm wasting all of my life. Cause I know deep in my heart this girl's never gonna be my wife. Goodbye, Princess Peach. Farewell forever. You are not the girl for me. You are too fair weather. I've decided you can stay with that turtle beast. Goodbye, goodbye forever, Princess Peach. You might have tricked some other guy, but I tell you what, it's not me. I'm not the one. Sam Limos, everyone. Yeah. Yes. Sam. Thanks, guys. Dude, thank you. Scoops, don't forget to go check out samlimos.com for some information on that new album. Uh, Sam, before you leave, I'd like to give you a, just a little more inspiration for uh, maybe your next album here. Beautiful. Have you heard this song, Sam? I'm getting a little choked up. Boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a long distance. The original Sweat House. My sweetest baby girl. <laughs> you mean the world to me. <laughs> Matt dies a little every time he's plays. I would follow you across the deepest This song is your southern sweetheart voice. You're Twelve kills. Twelve years old. Can you can you hear that little bit of hope still left in my voice? <laughs> I promise you <laughs> Before Paul's hope died. Before I was a broken shell of a man. <laughs> We might have to be apart. Here comes our favorite part. A little while. But even when you're far away, I can see your smile. Your memory comes back. Smile. Like a sweet old song. We're long distance. But not for long. It's good stuff. Wow. This is the deal, though. This is a successful move. It worked. Thank you. We're still married. She's your married lady. She's my lady. The She's only thing missing from that song is a good old saxophone. Want, you don't want to pull <laughs> that true. trigger though and have it not work though. <laughs> oh, that would be a that'd be a stinger. That's a, that's if a you risk. got one, if you got one like that song like that in your closet that didn't work. Oh, you got a girl out there who like has the CD and like who's that? Oh, it's this guy I didn't date. <laughs> Oh. Listen to this. Ooh, that Ooh, makes boy. I moved away and yeah, gave me this song. She did give me back awkward. the CD. What? She gave me back the CD. The girl that didn't. No, and did. <laughs> but that, but that's more because she doesn't care for or keep physical media. Okay, like I do. She has it though. I have it. No, but does she have it somewhere? Oh, she has it on MP3 somewhere. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, can she? She doesn't listen to it that often, but she does hear it every once in a while. Is it her choice or your choice that she hears it once in a while? Oh, it'd be all her. I would never yeah, okay. make her listen to that well, That's song. a sweet yeah. thing, then. Yeah. To be fair, occasionally it's my choice that she hears it. Like, just now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. she does listen hey, yeah. to the podcast. So there you go. I don't sound like that. <laughs> I don't listen like that. I don't listen like that. All right. We Thank gotta... you, Scoops. Thanks. See you next week. Yeah. Extra long distance. <laughs>